We asked you to send us your questions about climate, and several people wrote in asking about ways they can help the environment, including Joan from West Suburban Wheaton. I'm trying to reduce my carbon footprint, but I have to drive a lot for work and fly internationally to see family. So I've been considering purchasing carbon offsets. There are programs that claim to help balance out your emissions, but Joan specifically wants to know... Do these carbon offset programs really work? What a great question. And to answer, we're bringing in Umer Irfan, a science writer for Vox, who's reported on carbon offsets. Welcome. Thanks for having me. And let's start with the basics. What is a carbon offset program? Well, a program is an accounting mechanism that allows you to compensate for pollution by paying someone else to reduce it by an equivalent quantity. In the case of climate change, you're trying to offset your carbon dioxide emissions by using a program that will undertake an initiative to reduce the same amount of CO2 emissions that you're paying for. And companies in Chicago and around the world buy into these carbon offset programs. Tell us what are the different ways that these programs actually offset emissions? One of the most common ways is to restore or amplify nature. So you may have heard about these forestry programs where they'll take a area of forest that's been degraded and help replant trees or prevent an area that has been scheduled for demolition or exploitation and prevent that from being depleted. The other common ways you can um, generate offsets is through deploying renewable energy that displaces fossil fuels. And there are also mechanisms that can use uh, techniques to destroy heat-trapping gases. And then one thing that uh, other you know companies are starting to develop now is pulling CO2 straight out of the air. And, you know, all those sound really great. I mean, they sound like they could be very powerful ways to help us clean the environment. But, you know, I've got the same question as Joan. In practice, do they really work? That's always been the big thorn in the side of these uh, offset programs. You know, in order to make them work, you need to have four key principles in place. One is additionality. You want to make sure that an offset is doing something that otherwise would not have happened. You don't want to pay somebody to do something that they were already going to do. You also have to make sure these offsets are permanent. And we run into that problem when we talk about restoring forests because some of them can burn down in forest fires. And in other cases, we've seen forests that were ostensibly protected being logged and poached illegally. And then the other thing you want to pay attention to is double counting. You want to make sure that nobody else is getting credit for the same offset that you purchased. And you also want to control leakage. Basically, if you protect an area of nature from exploitation, you don't want to allow the loggers or miners to go to just another area of the forest. Making all four of these things work is really complicated. It requires a lot of oversight. And a lot of these carbon offset programs have fallen short on one or more of these fronts. And that's why these programs tend to be pretty contentious. And let's say I I actually do my homework, pick a good program, and then how much of an impact do you think the carbon offsets might actually have in the fight against climate change? It's really hard to say. You know, I've talked to folks that are both very much in favor of this and against this. And even the people who are, you know, very skeptical of carbon offsets say that programs that help restore and protect ecosystems are good, but it's not necessarily a good idea to think of it as simply balancing the scales. That's where the math really doesn't shake out very well. On the other hand, I mean, if you have money that you're going to spend and you want to spend it to mitigate your impact on climate change, it's perhaps better to do this than to not do it. I would rather, you know, for instance, if somebody is going to be polluting, that they try to compensate for it rather than do nothing. 
And Amir, I wanted to ask you, I know there have been some concerns about when people buy these carbon offsets or companies buy them, that it, it gives them a free pass in their minds to just keep polluting. Is, is that an issue? Yeah, that's definitely a concern. You know, when you can pay somebody else to take care of your problem, that creates sort of a moral hazard. You can't continue to do what you're doing and simply buy offsets to, uh, you know, buy your way out of it. You know, that that's not the ideal scenario here if your goal is actually to mitigate climate change. Umer Irfan is a science writer for Vox. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you for having me.